everyone and welcome back into Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We have a fantastic show in store for you today. The perfect show as we start to guide into the fall season, to set the mood, if you will. Joining us today, we have the playwright and performer Catherine Waller, whose show The Creeps is finally coming to New York to Off-Broadway. It's playing September 1st through November 5th at Playhouse 46 at St. Luke's. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting thecreepsoffbroadway.com. And as I mentioned, this is a perfect show to start getting in that fall mood for. It's it's macabre, it's creepy, it's perfect. And you know what? Let's just go ahead and bring on our guest to tell us more about it. Catherine, welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here. I am so excited to have you here and with this great show that has been getting rave reviews all around the world, different fringe festivals. And I mean, just looking at what people have been saying, I'm like, cool, cool. I mean, I didn't need more selling, but all right, I'll take it. So you've got this great show called The Creeps and it's a one woman show. Yes, it is. We meet many people and, and I want to know more. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about what your show is and about Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, it's called The Creeps. It is a solo interactive freak show, but don't let that scare you, everybody, unless unless you like to be scared. It's really a play about humanity. I wrote it thinking a lot about what if, what if, you know, you and I, Andrew, or even listeners, like I know that many, many people, all, all of us deal with a lot of things in life. You know, but I was really reflecting on, well, what if I wasn't so lucky? Like I've certainly dealt with certain things in life, but I've never crossed a line where my life would immensely alter, you know, so much that I call it the heartbreak of circumstance. You know, like somebody happens to make a wrong turn or ask the wrong person for help or something happens through no fault of their own and they're drastically changed and sometimes perhaps for the worst I think a lot about you know people and the way that we emotionally and mentally deal with things that have happened whether it's like taking on a lot of regret or guilt and what that happened what that does to people and how they they go through that through you know they they see the world through a certain lens and and I think it's kind of heartbreaking you know that people might have themselves in a mental state or or a a reality state. You know, we walk past people every day, right? That, and and they all have a story that has brought them to that area of the street, for example. And it's really about you know what if something did happen to any of us, and we ended up not so lucky, and maybe at our wits' end. The interesting thing about the creeps, though, is a lot of them do still have their wits about them. So it's shockingly humorous at the same time, even though it's, there's a lot of empathy that gets created in the show. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of sadness and a lot of darkness, but it's a real blast actually, because it's kind of crazy (laughs) and, and, and it's interactive. It's never the same show twice. So the audience actually speaks directly to me. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. I love that. So where initially, or what initially was the inspiration behind the show? Where did you come up with the idea? Okay, would you believe me if I said that it has something to do with seeing Mary Poppins on Broadway? Yes. 
<laughs> but you'd have to go back and listen to our episode on Mary Poppins to see that I'm probably in your court on that one. <laughs> I'll I'll try to tell you the cliff note version of it, but I the genesis of the creeps was I don't know, a little bit magical because it was my first trip to New York City. I was a student at the New Zealand National Drama Conservatory back in New Zealand where I grew up. And it was it was my first Broadway show that I've ever seen. And as a student at an acting school, I was very interested in, you know, the the level of performance that I was witnessing, you know, the kind of like athleticism and and mastery in which all these people were performing for three hours and knowing they do eight shows a week. But the genesis of the creeps really happened when the finale of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Andrew, which I, I know that you know, because I know that you've seen it. And do you remember at the end of the show there, just when you think the show was going to end, they changed key and they would do the chorus all again, higher and faster. And they just kept that going like on and on and on. And it became kind of like a joke, like a little bit of a game with the audience. So anyway, they're doing this, they're doing this, they're doing this. The audience is catching on. We're up on our feet, clapping away, giving them energy. They're giving us whatever they can, sweaty, red-faced. And I'll never forget this, like slow motion, I saw the man that played Bert and one of the chorus members look at each other, kind of like, as if to say, I mean, we have to find it in us somehow. And then they hit this note and I swear to God, it was like this pop of energy hit me in the face like a tidal wave. And I thought to myself, what the heck was that? And that was the genesis of the creeps because I went back to school and I essentially did my thesis on what I thought that was and how to be so good at what you do that you can become a transformational performer. Kind of like how a marathon runner hits a certain point and they can, something in, in, in them releases and they feel like they can run forever. Kind of similarly to that kind of athleticism. And I, Andrew, I'm sure that you, I'm sure you've seen so many performances in your life where you're kind of blown away by, by the chameleon nature of, of what the actor does. So that's what I was working with. And then I started to devise and I don't know, I like to say I kind of channeled this really dark, crazy show with all these super creepy characters that talked directly to the audience. And it, and it really began because I was working with that question. So it was never, it was never really a conscious decision to make a show psychologically dark like this. It was more something I discovered, which I'm really grateful for. That is so cool. What a great- A little, bit of a, little bit of a geek out theater. A little bit of a geek I am. So <laughs> you're talking, talking super Welcome geek, nerdy theater talk right now. <laughs> well, what has it been like developing The Creeps? I mean, as I mentioned, it's been getting rave reviews from all around the world. And now you're landing here in New York. What's it been like developing it along the way? It's been absolutely amazing. I I really didn't know that it was going to take me on this journey. I really thought like when I when I did it at school, you know, that was that, it was a blast. And then four years later, I had the opportunity to be an artist in resident at a Los Angeles theater that's unfortunately no longer there, but I was able to to devise it again and then perform it at the Hollywood Fringe. And 
like I say, like I, I didn't, I really, I, I always thought my journey as an actor would be like a screen actor for hire. And I've done, I have done that. Like I still, I still do that. And that's still important to me, but I never in my wildest dreams thought that this really unique piece of theater art would take me on this incredible journey and impact so many people. I mean, the reason why I've continued to develop it is because of the feedback I was able to receive over the, the years of development and the years of pouring it and, and garnering great reviews. And one person in, in Edinburgh came to see it in London. Like I went from Edinburgh to London. He said he came, he came, he knew I was going there and he came and saw it again. Like just knowing that people were really there, you know, impact, it was impacting their, their hearts and minds so much that I thought to myself, wait a second, this is, this is quite extraordinary. Like, why don't I continue to do this? And so the, the more I've done it, the more it's been such a privilege because the more I've, I've been able to, I don't know, encounter so many people and encounter the difference that it's, that it's really making for people and the kind of experience that people receive when they walk out of the theater or rather when they often what happens is they sit there at the end of it kind of like mouth agape <laughs> which I'm like okay good I, if that's happening I'm doing my job right you know that's fantastic wow now I've been mentioning that this is kind of a macabre show you know yes. it, it, of course it's called the creeps but is there a message or a thought you hope that audiences walk away with yes I think the what I've discovered again through through me doing it over the years and through what people have said that they felt at the end of it, which I, I started to realize like, oh, what, what this is doing is in this very unique, almost like in a Trojan horse kind of way, what it's doing is having people profoundly connected to the darkness within themselves, the macabre within us all a little bit that we all we all go through life, you know, and, and sometimes we don't, we don't really want to look at that, you know, that regret that we've held or that, that pain that we've held or, or that, that thing that we did that we felt guilty about for a while, you know, and that's just very, very human for, for every human being on the planet. It's just part of the human experience, but it takes a lot of bravery to, to kind of be with that within ourselves, you know, and it's, and it's very colored and nuanced for every single one of us. But I think what the magic of the show really is that like it leaves people really present to a lot of that within themselves. But what that actually does is profoundly unite a whole lot of people, even people that they don't necessarily think they have a lot in common with. Hmm. And so that's what I think is really, really lovely about, about being at the show is that you kind of go on this wild ride. Of, of up and down and dark and light and and shock kind of shocking laughs out of the out of the weirdness and and you know things that are really creepy and make your skin crawl and all sorts of things but right at the end you're the message is really like oh wow we really are just like the rest of us so I love that that is fa oh, that is fantastic wow. <laughs> Well, my final question for this first part of our interview is who do you hope have access to the show? Hmm. What a great question. I just, I I think it's for everyone. I, I think, I think a lot of people that would come to see it are maybe, I don't know, 
in our age, age range or people that, you know, like sleep no more or, you know, something a little bit more where you have to be maybe a little bit game for something a little different. You know, there's, there's no fourth wall in the show. You're very much a participant in a unique way. And, and at the same time, it's been a dream to also have this be accessible to students. Like it's, it's definitely not for children, but I've always loved the idea that all sorts of people can come and kind of want to want to try their own creep, you know, like want to want to maybe take it on and 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 because it's a very physical it's a physical show. It's physically challenging and and really transformational in a way that like I have to really engage with a, a lots of different sides of myself to perform the show. And I think that I as a as a student, I would have loved that I loved that opportunity. And I've had that opportunity in the past, but it's like such a such a great opportunity to stretch yourself. So there's so there's like a lot of students that I'd hope to see it. And then honestly, it's really hard to even choose another community. I, I want everyone to see it because it's it's about it's about the humanity within us all. Changing lanes now, I want to give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit better on more of a personal level. Have a little bit more geeking out, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to start by asking, what or who inspires you? What playwrights, composers, shows in the past have inspired you or are even some of your favorites? Oh my God, yes. I love this question. Okay, so Simon McBurney of Complicite Theatre is, I mean, Complicite Theatre is kind of out of this world in the best way. They're from London. Simon McBurney is a total chameleon actor, director, producer, writer, performer, and, and devises a lot of his theater. Years ago, I saw The Encounter, his solo show that did go to Broadway, and then he toured it literally around the world. And I was lucky enough to see it in Los Angeles. And I just remember being in that show at the end of it because I had done the creeps was was a, was alive and well then even even though it was in you know fringe festivals right but I remember seeing the encounter and I thought at the end of it like okay this is what is possible for solo theater and I thought to myself game on <laughs> and that was truly an inspiration for me like continuing to grow the creeps from a fringe in more intimate experience to something that could be on an off-Broadway stage or, you know, a, a more commercial stage, if you like, even though it can still stay true to, to the magic of the show, which the encounter completely did. And it was so innovative and everybody should look it up. I, I hope he brings it back. It was just, it was just the most, it was so much. And it was, and it was about climate change and, and people, you know, and, <laughs> so it was just about so much which I think is is so extraordinary about really good theater it can it can tap into so many levels of of the, you know thematics people humanity and then the design in which he was able to the way in which he told the story was so unique and innovative through you know microphones and sound and and his own change of his own voice. As well as that, I saw Angels in America, part one and two, the Elliot Harper uh, on Broadway. And again, 
I mean, that show is brand. You know, it's it is a spectacle, yet it is about the pain and and the joys and love and loss of something excruciatingly awful that happened in the LGBT community, the, the, the whole world. And, you know, I mean, what a marathon that show was. The, 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 what it takes to give yourself so fully to, to that kind of show is unbelievable. And that was very inspiring. And then most recently, back in June, I saw a Prima Fassi, Jodie Comer's Prima Fassi, or rather, Susie Miller's Prima Fassi starring Jodie Comer. And again, amazing piece of solo theater where Jodie Comer is an extraordinary actress in her own right. She is a true chameleon. We've all seen it on television, Killing Eve especially. And, and you know, again, I was left just kind of in the presence of greatness, <laughs> you know, and I think, and that's what I'm always after, even when I, when I create work as a theater maker, as a, as a filmmaker too, it's like, how can I create true, I mean, very much as a theater maker, how can I create transcendence, you know, something kind of that changes your life a little bit. That's what I'm, that's what I'm often seeking. That is fantastic. Some great, great things that you just listed off. Well, what is your favorite part about working in the theater? Oh, well, kind of what I said before it, it the, my favorite part about working in theater is, is the opportunity to be one with an with a group of people sit who are in the audience who are experiencing the same thing together. That's one thing which I think is unlike anything else, you know, like and and we're all inside of a a context, a ride, a, a conversation and and I and I hope to create transcendence with that. So that that's one of my favorite things is is either experiencing that transcendence and change in myself or or giving it and creating it. And then yeah, changing minds, changing hearts. Not even maybe not even changing it, just just opening a little window, like a blind spot in a way, or like opening the opening a little door. In that part of your brain that you know that we all, that the the empathy within all of us, or the or just the opening a question of like, wow, I didn't I didn't even know about that before. I didn't know about that thing in the past, or I didn't know about that experience of that human. You know, whether it's fiction or or based on a real story or or whatever it is, it's like it's the opportunity to reflect back who we are to each other. And I think that's, it's such an extraordinary thing to be a part of. That's so wonderful. Well, we've now arrived at my favorite question to ask guests, and that is, what is your favorite theater memory? I have such a great one. I'm so glad that you asked this because it gave me the opportunity to remember. There's a really, really special thing that happened. I, okay, so if you can't tell already, I, I'm not just a geek, I'm also a real, I get really starstruck. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm super starstruck about amazing people and performances, right? And one of the times where, before I moved to New York, I performed The Creeps at the United Solar Festival. And so I traveled here from Los Angeles and I was so excited to be back in New York and I went to go see The Color Purple. 
Cynthia Erivo was starring in The Color Purple. And I got, I got a rush ticket and I was smack bang in the middle of the orchestra and I had an amazing seat and I was directly, like when she does her final song, I was directly in front of her, like back at the theater, but, but I, was, I was right in front of her. And Andrew, you must have seen it, yes? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I went to church. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. And I mean, talk about, again, talk about mastery. I could go on and on. When she sang her last song and, and, and hit that last note and truly, I mean, what, she is such a vessel for like, I don't know, the, I want to call it like the sacredness. Like she knows it's her job. I think she takes, she takes the, the responsibility of telling these stories, like not lightly, you know, she is such a generous performer. And I think she, she honors the audience in this incredible way. And she honors the the process she kind of honored like I could just tell I just I I mean from what I can from what I can tell I think she does and so that's extremely inspiring so when she hit this last note I was just I was completely in tears not even just because of the show but it was more the the extraordinary thing I was in the presence of and so I couldn't I couldn't stop crying <laughs> I just kept blubbering away and we left the theater and I thought to myself, I need to tell her somehow. Like, I just need to acknowledge and thank her for this. So I, I had a little piece of paper and I wrote, thank you for going so deep. You moved me beyond comprehension. And I sat and I stayed at the stage door and I was still blubbering and the actress came out, you know, and they were signing autographs. And then she came out and she gave eye contact with every single person and really acknowledged who they were, every single person. And then she came to me and I was right by her car and my tear, I was still kind of like, <laughs> you know, and, and she looks at me and I, and I gave her the piece of paper and I said, this is for you. And she opens it up and she looks at me and she folds it and she said, I'm gonna read this later. And then she gave me another look and then she opened out her arms and said, okay, come on, come on, we're doing this. And I leaned into her shoulder and she gave me a hug and I cried on her shoulder. <laughs> and Cynthia, I hope to meet again one day <laughs> because <laughs> you are amazing. And I, I invite you to the creeps. I want to, I want to hug you again. <laughs> You're amazing. Wow. Yeah. She, oh, that is amazing. That yeah, is such amazing. a gift, such a gift. Thank you so much for sharing that memory. Well, I want to ask, are there any other productions or projects that you have coming on the pipeline we might be able to plug? I mean, I know you're really busy with the creeps for the next little while, but anything else in the buzz? Well, yes, so the creeps for sure, we're, we're opening this week and we've had previews and it's been amazing and we're, we're hitting the ground running. So everybody get your tickets. And then we're planning a UK tour after this as well. 
and probably some other things down the pipeline with the creeps. As well as that, I'm a, I mentioned it briefly, I'm a filmmaker. So I, I was a Tribeker this year uh, with a film and, and a feature film is in post-production that I wrote and that I'm in and that I produced. So I really, I really love having my hands in all aspects of the creative process and, and really make, you know, making work and putting it on a, putting them on a platform and just, and just collaborating with people. So that, and then I also have another feature script in development as well. But the main, main thing is the season of The Creeps coming up. Yes. Well, that is all amazing. And like I said, it sounds like you have all these irons in the fire. So if our listeners kind of want to stay in the loop, they maybe want to get more information about The Creeps or about you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you. How can they do so? Yes. So thecreepsoffbroadway.com. You can get your tickets. You can subscribe to our newsletter. You can just keep in the loop. Everything that you need to know about the show is on the website. Also follow us at The Creeps Show on Instagram, all social media platforms at The Creeps Show. You'll know it often by any kind of tongue image. <laughs> if you're seeing a tongue, you're, you're at the right place. And then my personal Instagram is at Catherine Waller official. I'm not on essentially any other <laughs> social media, but Instagram is, is where I, uh, where I do my thing. So you can DM me, you can reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Wonderful. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today and share this incredible show and these incredible memories and insights. What a fun conversation. I don't want this to end. I just want to keep <laughs> inner geeking out with you. So thank I you. I know, so let's much. keep geeking out. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It was such a blast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. My guest today has been the playwright and performer, Catherine Waller, whose hit show, The Creeps, is coming off Broadway September 1st to November 5th at Playhouse 46 at St. Luke's. Tickets and more information can be found at thecreepsoffbroadway.com, which is also a great place to go if you want to get more information, follow the show, reach out to Catherine. You can also find The Creeps on all social media platforms at The Creeps Show. And you can check out Catherine on social media at Catherine Waller Official and send her a DM, follow on all her many projects, her films, everything that she's up to. Make sure you stay in the loop about Catherine Waller because she is doing incredible stuff. You don't want to miss out. And first up on your radar needs to be The Creep, September 1st through November 5th at Playhouse 46 at St. Luke's. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is DJ by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. 
You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.